week six. Week six is here. I'm here with uh, Matthew. What's up, buddy? Hi, ho. Ryan's. Ryan says he's at an appointment or something. I think that's what his text said. I never. He never says. I am at a dinner function. He always uses these very vague terms. Like I'm at a function. <laughs> I go, okay. Or, I'm at a meeting. I go, okay. So I think this one was, I'm at an appointment. Yeah. You know. That could mean anything. I know. He's so secretive. Anyways. <laughs> so he's not here, which just means it'll be a little bit shorter because we won't have him doing his rants. <laughs> Rogers ran or his Derek Carr ran or who was it last week? A, who was the rat last week? That was a long Patriots rant. or something. He's always ran. He's, you know, and then it's like a, like I said, it's, he's the little kid at Chuck E. Cheese. If I can get him wound up, you just open the doors to Chuck E. Cheese and off he goes <laughs> and just sit back and watch the carnage. Chaos. Well, week five, uh, my, my waiver claims didn't do too much. I had, I guess the best one was Terrace Marshall because now it looks like he might have a, a bigger role. And then Ryan had uh, Tyquan Thornton who had a really nice game. And then yeah. I'd say your best one was probably Zach Gentry on that team. So we did okay, but not, not <clears throat> the greatest week for us. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but this week, week six, we have um, Ryan gave me his, his three. And then I have my three, and but we're just going to jump in. So do you want to want to start, Matthew, with your first guy? Sure. My guy is uh, Brandon Powell from the Rams. He's kind of a slash slot wide receiver running back guy. He's played a lot of running back and receiver in his his high school and college career. This is his fourth year in the league so he's kind of a lot of these guys it takes them three or four years before they they can even get a role in an offense he had uh four catches last week and he kind of gives them a little more explosiveness that they're missing without van jefferson in there i mean if they don't have uh brian <sighs> ben skaronski or whatever we i can never get his name right the other the other wide receiver that we've recommended I'm going to look it up. Number 18, I call him. Yeah, but he's he's played really well and Ben Skoronek. I think is how you can how you pronounce it, Ben Skoronek. But he's been super good uh, for that team and and then Allen Robinson showed up. He had a really nice game, best game of the year, and then Cooper Cup had a good game. Uh Higby took a backseat, but Brandon Powell got some got some run last week. It was kind of interesting to see it's going to be interesting to see who they start using in these little blow up games. And he had, you know, 38% of the snaps, which is not too bad. And they, they might have to start using more wide receivers in their running game with a shortage of running backs that they have. It's going to be interesting because their bye week is this upcoming week. And so I'll be kind of curious to see. I'll be curious to see what they do. Really, usually teams coming out of the bye gives them gives them some time, but their offensive line is in a shambles. I think they're they're just rotating guys left and right, so that's going to be interesting. So, you know what? If Ryan was on the show, I would have vetoed this, but he says Kenyon Drake is his first one, 
And I thought, all right, well, since you're not on the show to defend yourself, he put uh, Kenyon Drake, still a good running back. And J.K. Dobbins had his his knee tightened up on him. And you never want to hear that when a guy has that sort of injury um, recovery. And, and then he plays a few games and then it tightens up. Never, never had a good time when my knee tightened up. <laughs> but so, I mean, if, if Kenyon Drake is the new RB1, I would say to, I mean, he's probably in the top three all, of all waivers across football this week, just because if he's going to get that volume, I would say the sneaky guy would be to grab his Gus Edwards. Yeah. I checked my leagues for Gus because I was, I was trying to make a sneaky pickup, but he wasn't there for me, but uh, Drake, he'll, he can do a lot on like 10 carries like last week, if everything goes right, but their running game hasn't been good all year. The thing about him is, Gus Edwards was on IR early. So I think a lot of people kind of during the off season in the preseason, they just put him in the IR slot if they had, you know, kind yeah. of leagues or they, or they drafted him late, grabbed him and just threw him in the IR slot. If you're, if your league has that. So that's why he's not going to be available for, for too many teams. All right. My first guy is Sony Michelle. Uh, no, no surprise. Ryan and I have been huge Sony Michelle fans. I don't know why he's not a starting running back somewhere. It seems like whenever he gets 15 to 20 touches a game, he's absolutely awesome um, and gives you that top, probably top 20 running back uh, level every week. And he's on the chargers now. And it looks like John Kelly hurt himself. I don't know to what extent, but, and on the flip side, they also, they drafted Isaiah Spiller, who is a highly touted uh, running back coming out of college. And he's been inactive. And I know he hurt his ankle in the preseason, but there he's not even sniffing the field. No. So something's you gotta you gotta wonder what's going on there. Yeah, I uh I grabbed him in a few leagues and I'm thinking, well, I don't understand why they're grabbing all these other guys when they have Isaiah Spiller, but something's not something's not got not getting released or talked about with Isaiah Spiller. But Sony Michelle, even last night, um, was getting some run. And if you know if Eckler goes down, you have another one of these, these guys that could just walk in. He had, he was eight for 28 and three catches for 14. So he gave you seven and a half points almost. And I think he's just a solid running back. And I think uh, these teams um, love bringing guys in like that. He's, he's played in a Super Bowl before and he's played on good teams before. So he brings a lot of, a lot of veteran leadership, hopefully. All right. Who is your next guy, Matthew? My guy is Jamichael Hasty. Ooh. 5'8, 203 running back with a low center of gravity. Coming out of college, he was hyped as a pass receiving specialist. About 30 passes in the two years he was with the 49ers. And now he's on the Jaguars. And uh, if they have some injuries, he had a long touchdown run last week. But if they have some injuries, he might be the next man up, might get some receiving work too. Yeah, he had a nice run. He's fast. He's fast when he, you know, but he's small. And he had a few good games with the Niners, I remember. Yeah, he's he's got some good burst. Yeah, he's, um, what is he? Probably he's third in that depth chart at least, but it doesn't – you know, James, James Robinson is sort of, uh, I don't know what's going on with him. His last couple games, 
last three games, he has played less than 50% of the snaps. And after those, the, the first three weeks, he had 21, 21 and 29 fantasy points. The last three weeks combined, uh, James Robinson has 18. It's so some, something's wrong. It's tough to say whether he re-injured something or it just wasn't a game plan in the game plan. I'm not sure. Well, and I know Travis ATN, everybody's sort of jumping back onto the Travis ATN thing, but he hasn't been playing a ton. He's still playing about half. So maybe Jamichael Hasty, if especially now that this week we didn't mention it, uh, but this is it's not a by NATO type thing. I don't know if you remember that a couple of years ago when but there's some big teams on on buys this week. Bills and, and Eagles and them are your top dogs. And fantasy. I think Vikings, Vikings too, right? So you got yeah. you have a, a solid 10, 12 players just from those teams that almost everybody's using on a weekly basis or at least somewhat. So a guy like Jamichael Hasty, you throw on your flex and you know hope hope he breaks off another because after that kind of game, he's going to play some more. I think, I think he's at least, at least get what he got last week, which was only three carries, but I could see him getting a couple more carries. Let's go with uh, Dante Pettis. Ryan says, let me read it. I don't want to, I don't want to misquote Ryan. Who else is he throwing to is what he put. <laughs> so, which is true. Justin Fields. Uh, who else is he throwing to? He's not throwing to Darnell Mooney. He's not throwing to Cole Komet. <laughs> Mooney's finally getting some yeah. targets. Uh, I have for Dante Pettis. I didn't know this. He was uh, he's the son of Gary Pettis, five time gold. Yeah, the old the old California Angel. Yeah, he was awesome, and uh, he was a second round pick actually. And they they said coming out of college, he had he can run the full route tree at all three levels. So maybe he was just in the doghouse of San Francisco, and he can actually. Uh, so gain some momentum. This is pretty much his last chance for a big role, I'm guessing. The see, he had a, a really nice game. Well, he caught a touchdown on a on one pass in the first week. And then he played week two, week three, week four, week five, about I'd say 58% of the snaps, and he got five targets. Like in five in four weeks. So I don't know what was going on, but I watched some of this game. They kept on bringing you back to this game on um what was it th- was it thursday night was this the thursday night there's a thursday night game yeah because it was the commanders yeah and and they kept on showing him and he looked really good he looked really fast and but the problem once again how many times is justin fields going to throw and he threw 27 times which was was the high for for um, Justin Fields so far this year. Wow, can you believe that? Twenty-seven. <laughs> we're, we're hoping they'll they'll amp up his uh, passing attempts, but you never know. Well, it he he hurt his shoulder, and Trevor Simeon is, is his backup. And Trevor Simeon's been a good backup. So if something happens and they rest Justin Fields, um, you might want to grab some of these guys or you know go go for him early because I would assume they would throw a little bit more because they're not going to have that option to run uh, with the quarterback as much. All right. My second guy is Greg Dolchich for the Broncos. He's a rookie tight end out of UCLA. He finally played last night. And 
Did you watch that game, Matthew? Unfortunately, I I got to stop watching Bronco games. It's just hurting my feelings. They're awful. The games are just garbage. <laughs> They're just like Russell Wilson. There was a play where Doltich ran just a little in route and he was wide open. Just he would there. There probably wasn't a player within what 10 yards on either side of him. And this is they've shown on Twitter and stuff. It was remarkable how bad he how bad he was open and didn't get the ball thrown to him. So <laughs> something's really wrong with Russell right now. It seems like Dulcich is their guy. They really want him to get in there. I heard a lot about in the preseason, and uh, I think he'll he'll do pretty good. He was awesome at UCLA, third round draft pick, if I'm correct. And I'm looking at the tight end hierarchy, and Alberto isn't even listed. Isn't that weird? I don't know. Eric Saubert, which I have said to grab, but you know he had two decent games, or at least one decent game last week. Looks like he's the backup. And a guy named Eric Tomlinson, who is a 30-year-old out of UTEP. <laughs> That's it. Like yeah. Albert O can't break that. They're going to trade him. That's what's going to happen. So maybe if Albert O is, is available, I don't, I don't see how you're going to trade a guy who was seemingly talented and like, why would you get rid of him for what a seventh round draft pick probably or a sixth, like just keep them if, if your team's struggling, but they do seem intent on not using him. So they might trade him. or heck it might be gone before he's gone. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's just, it's infuriating. He's to got to, he's got to give up play calling. Cause that's something's up, but going back to uh... Dulcich looks really good. Had a touchdown first game, very moves, very differently than, uh, a lot of the tight ends out there. He's very fluid, uh, runs a lot more like a Kelsey type of tight end or a, a, a Kittle than a, you know, like a blocking type tight end. So if you can grab them, um, especially in our landscape, we've talked about it. Gotta go get them. All right. Who is your third and final guy, Matthew? And you- the guy's also a tight end. His name's Cole Turner. Yeah, he's a converted wide receiver to to tight end in college. He started nine games at tight end, caught nine touchdowns. He's basically a receiver like Dolchich. Like you're not going to ask him to block much. So if you're going to have him out there, it's it's going to be to catch the ball and run routes. And uh, in in college, he actually was pretty good at catching deep routes and. Uh, a lot of 50 50 balls. So he's, he might be a guy they can work downfield. They're going to have a quarterback change. So it's going to be interesting in Washington. Yeah. And that's one of those things where now have you ever, I've never seen so many backup quarterbacks. I think this year's a record. Doesn't it feel like there's just yeah. tons of backup quarterbacks? You could have totally drafted one quarterback and just kept picking up these, these backups week after week after week. It's incredible, but the the Cole Turner thing, Lance Thomas is hurt. He just keeps on getting hurt. When he plays, he's awesome, but he just keeps getting yeah. hurt. And um, and Cole Turner was really good in college, and he's one of those guys that maybe Taylor Heineke, you know, he's a backup player, and and you see these guys like Cooper Rush take a take a liking to some of these backup and lower lower down the depth chart uh, utility guys. 
and maybe he has, you know, something with Cole Turner. And so uh, could turn into something. It will be interesting to see what they're going to look like when they're going to go to Howell as well. Yeah. If and when they like Heineke though, <laughs> they stuck with them for a long time. All right. Uh, Ryan put Robbie Anderson. Ryan, this is your mulligan, Ryan. This list. I mean, Pettis is fine, but Kenyon Drake, he put with the news in Arizona, he's an instant starter, most likely dropped by many before the trade news. I don't, well, I don't know. Maybe. The way Kyler scrambles around, he's probably going to have some Gabe Davis type games with three catches and 100 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, I think he's going to feel a lot, a, a lot like Deshaun Jackson. People are going to get excited because he catches, you know, he'll have four catches, 120 yards and two touchdowns. And then that's all he does the rest of the year. But because, I mean, they're getting DeAndre. Rondale Moore had 10 targets, I believe, last week. A.J. Green has fallen off the face of the earth. Um, (laughs) Zach Ertz is getting a lot of targets. I should continue. Yeah, so I don't. Hopkins is back. Yeah, I don't know if there's a ton of targets for Robbie Anderson is the only issue. I think that uh, with DeAndre, DeAndre is going to take, I mean, they're going to pepper him like crazy. I would assume him coming back. They're just going to, yeah. Kyler Murray's fantasy output when, with DeAndre Hopkins and just the Cardinals in general as a, as a team is so much better when Hopkins plays. I so. agree. Uh, and finally for um, me, Connor Hayward. So Connor Hayward is tight end for Pittsburgh. And if you go back and try to find Connor Hayward tight end highlights, it's really hard because he was a running back, but he's uh, the other Hayward on the defensive line for the uh, Steelers. That's his, I think his brother. And um, he's super fast for a tight end because he's a converted running back. And when he gets the ball, he runs like a running back. And on that team, the, the Friermuth concussion thing, it starts worrying me because he's had so many concussions in such a short amount of time that I get it that they're going to bring him back eventually, but we're in a really weird zone right now with concussions. And they're, they're talking about, you know, bringing Tua back this week. And I'm shocked to be honest that they're going to do that, or at least thinking about doing it. And so Connor Hayward, if you are tight end needy, we got we got like three, four tight ends here. Oh <laughs> yeah, you need some tight ends. And look, all you're looking for is is you know two, three catches and a touchdown, hopefully, just to not give you a zero. It's tough out there in the tight end land. I mean, there's Kelsey and there's Mark Andrews, right? And then everybody <laughs> and everybody else is just there's not. Is there even a number three? I can't think of a number three. Goddard. And the Joku probably a three, four Ertz, yeah, maybe. Maybe Joku. And Joku's been amazing so far. All right. So that is the waiver show for you. There's not really anybody that I would spend a ton of money on, I would say. No, I agree. Yeah, maybe not even not even like at the top of the tiers. Yeah, maybe uh maybe go go out and grab uh Sam Howell, you know, some of these teams start looking ahead because Sam Howell is going to give you a ton of fantasy points. He might not be any good, but he'll get you some fantasy points. <laughs> All right, so that's week uh, 
week six waivers and uh we'll have our regular show coming up 